Welcome to the Men's Health Matters Podcast with Sorted's Steve Legg and Dr. Ken. And here we are. We are back. Happy New Year, Doc. I don't think we've done one this year, have we? I don't think we have, actually. Gosh, it does. Uh, feels like it's nearly nearly Easter already and we have, we're catching up. It's one of these things, once January ends and January goes on forever, yeah. the rest of the year flies by, doesn't it? it flies Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And we are recording today on Valentine's Day. We're going to be talking yes. about matters of the heart. So uh-huh. um, we do think yeah. think these things through a little bit. Have you had a car oh, yeah. today? Uh, yes. Well, this year we decided we were not going to do anything. Um, and the reason being, I got I managed to play an absolute stonker of a prank last year. <laughs> I um, I went to ASDA my local supermarket, others are available, and uh, I bought a £1 engagement ring, which looked absolutely genuine. <laughs> and I, it came in a little box, and I bought them, uh, one of these kind of daft mugs as well and presented it to Karen at dinner that night. And you know what Karen's like. She's not short of a word or two. Yes. Speechless. Absolutely <laughs> speechless. So we decided this year, well, we're not going to top that. And... Uh, we're not doing anything. You are a romantic man, though, aren't you? Uh, very much so, yes. Yes. Have you yeah. planned a nice dinner tonight? Yeah, uh, Karen's not been so well today, actually. So, uh, yeah, I'm cooking tonight. I'm not quite sure what we're having yet, but uh, we'll sort it. We're also uh, dog-sitting for my, my older daughter's dog. She's gone down south with her partner for a few days. So we've got a three-year-old uh, uh, retriever. Who's uh, full of beans, but uh, <laughs> absolutely great fun. So, yeah. Now, before I pressed record, you were coughing away, and I oh, remarked, um, no, I've got a frog in my throat now. Um, I understand it's been called 50 day cough, is an actual yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, well, up here, I've, I've, we've, I see patients several times a day now with, with a persistent cough, and they're all saying, oh, it's a, I've heard it's a 90 day cough. And going, well, I hope it's not because I've had it for four weeks and I'm pretty much fed up with it now. But it's a nuisance, isn't it? <clears throat> it is a nuisance, and it's just a dry, annoying cough. It's not; it doesn't need anything. And there's cough bottles are a complete waste of time and money. So, just got to get on with it, and uh, it goes away eventually. It does go away eventually. So, don't spend your money on cough medicine. Complete waste of time. Um, the only one that was of any benefit was Falcadine, and it was taken off the market a year or two ago because of some very rare potential hazard with it. But it'd been about for years and never seemed to cause much of a problem. But yeah, the rest of them are I mean, the shelves of them in the pharmacies and in the uh, supermarkets. They're, they're, there's no good scientific evidence for them being effective. So as a good Scotsman, would you have a wee dram? Um, I, 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 I'm partial to a gin and tonic, but uh, I'm not a whiskey drinker at all. Um, the only time I have whiskey is in the in the sauce with the haggis. Oh yes, lovely. Oh yes, oh yes, yes. Well, I like the sound of that. I didn't have any haggis sauce. this year. Oh, Steve, I love it. We normally celebrate Burns. Well, we do Thanksgiving, Burns Night. We do yeah. everything here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we we did it. We um, the only thing we didn't have was a paper. Um, but uh, yeah, we've got uh, uh, I've got a book. My my late grandmother gave me a uh, a book of Burns poetry, um, and I've got the uh, address to the haggis in that. So I do the first little bit of that, and then it all gets a bit too much for me. 
<laughs> did you have your have your your knife down your socks again, like when you got married? Did oh, you yeah, put your kilt on and everything? Uh, no, I didn't. Didn't didn't need to do that this time. No, no, we're okay. Now, Doc, since we spoke last, the king has revealed prostate cancer, yeah. and then another type of cancer. What is your take on all of this? Yeah, it, it's it's not an uncommon thing for when people are having a workup for cancer of some description they they have all sorts of tests that they wouldn't normally have or routinely have and that does sometimes pick up other abnormalities uh, fortuitously um I, I don't think it's not been disclosed what kind of no. cancer he has and that's fair enough it's it's private information but um yeah it it, it does happen not uncommonly um, and hopefully it will have been picked up early I mean, I suppose that's one of the benefits of all the various screening programs that are now about, you know, breast screening, um, cervical screening, bowel screening. Mm. Um, yeah, they don't have a prostate screening program, but um, I certainly encourage any men who are 50 or above to get it checked. And my Not understanding... conversation. No, <laughs> my understanding <laughs> is, with the king talking about it, a lot of men have gone and got, got themselves yeah. checked out, Yeah, which yep. is a wonderful yeah, yeah. thing. It is a good thing. Yeah, it's a great thing because it, it's like any of these kind of things. The earlier you find something, the better the the outcome is likely to be. Mm. Um, prostate cancer is a funny one because actually the majority of men with prostate cancer die with it, not of it. Um, it tends to be quite usually quite a slow-growing type of cancer. But it's certainly, yeah, you don't want to be hanging about waiting to see, oh, just wait and see if it gets better on its own. Mm. No, come and get it checked. And we'll, we'll go from there. And we have done a whole program on it. So uh, if you're yep, worried, if you want to know more information, have a little listen back. I think it was maybe two or, three, or, or number three. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. Here we go with another great episode. So, Dr. Ken, we are talking about matters of the heart. We're talking about heart disease. We're talking about all that sort of stuff. I've got loads of questions <laughs> um, as per usual. So what is angina? Yeah. Angina is, uh, well, let's take it back a step. So there's lots of different types of heart disease. Um, Angina is uh, essentially the medical term for chest pain that you get because of uh, a shortage of blood getting into the heart muscle. Um, It's coronary heart disease. Um, So that's probably the commonest, that is the commonest type of heart disease. Then you get valvular heart disease, which affects the valves of the heart, and then you get heart failure as well. But by far the commonest is is angina or ischemic heart disease, coronary heart disease. Um, Talk to me about palpitations. I'm sure you had a few when you saw your lovely Karen for the first time. (laughs) I did, actually, yes. I still get them all the time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, palpitations is when your heart um, beats faster than, than the normal uh, kind of rate. So the normal heart rate is anywhere between 60 and 100. If you're a, an elite athlete, your resting heart rate will probably be well below 60. But for most people, 60 to 100 is normal. Palpita- you get palpitations for lots of things. So if you have a, you know, if you're in a bad road traffic accident or a near miss, something like that, you'll get palpitations. And that's just the surge of adrenaline. But pathological palpitations are where the heart rhythm becomes abnormal. Uh, and your heart doesn't pump properly. You feel it racing. You can feel lightheaded. You can feel short of breath. You can you can lose consciousness with it. Um, so it's yeah, it's quite a it's quite a significant thing. Um, and if it's something that you're getting on a regular basis, get it checked out. 
But an occasional palpitation is fairly normal. Yeah. Occasional palpitation, the odd extra beat if if you record somebody's heart uh, tracing over over several hours, you'll find that everybody has extra beats. That's quite normal. Um, but if it's persistent um, and you feel unwell with it, then that's more more of a concern. And I guess when people come to see people like yourself or go to hospital, you're small stressed anyway, and it's not a, a fair and accurate reflection yeah. of your regular heart rate. Yes, absolutely. It's the same with heart rate heart and blood pressure. People's blood pressure notoriously, because even even if it's you know they're well known to us, they your blood pressure does go up a little mm-hmm. bit when you come in to see us. Um, we would always send you away with a, a monitor and say, go and measure it twice a day at home for the next week and, and we'll work out the average reading. And that's an accurate picture of sure. blood pressure. What's the difference between atrial flutter and a palpitation? So a palpitation is just a description of your heart beating irregularly or beating too fast. Atrial flutter or atrial fibrillation is a particular type of abnormal heart rhythm where the 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 heart has four chambers, two atria at the top and two ventricles at the bottom. The ventricles are the ones that do the main pumping. Uh, the left ventricle pumps the blood around your body. The right ventricle pumps off to the lungs where it gets oxygen. Uh, atrial flutter or atrial fibrillation is where the electrical activity uh, becomes quite fast and irregular. And then that doesn't necessarily get translated down to the rest of the heart muscle. So you get a disconnect. And your heart is often quite irregular uh, and there are significant risks of then developing little clots, which can go off to the lungs or up to uh, the brain, potentially leading to a stroke, that kind of thing. Flipping it. And all these things can, I guess, lead to what we know as a heart attack. What is a heart attack? How do you know you're having one? Yeah, so heart heart attack is basically, or the proper name for it is a myocardial infarction. It's where the, the, the heart muscle... Uh, is deprived of oxygen and and dies off um, and doesn't doesn't pump properly. Uh, typically, you get uh, a crushing pain in the centre of your chest. You can sometimes get it in your jaw. It it will often go down the left arm. Uh, it can sometimes feel like heartburn or indigestion. Um, if you have that, um, it's, it's often brought on by exercise. So. If you're out walking and you get these kind of pains uh, and it goes away when you rest, then you've probably got angina. Uh, if it comes on and doesn't go away uh, or isn't relieved by the little spray that you probably have if you've got angina, then you need to get yourself to the emergency department because if you're having a heart attack, the first you know, 60 minutes or so is, is critical in terms of um, getting treatment for it or or not, and and therefore the the longer term outcome. What is the treatment? Is it drugs? Um, it used to be. It used to be um, clot busting drugs. Sorry, I had my cough again. Um, <laughs> you should see a doctor. Be, yeah, <laughs> God, I can't get an appointment. <laughs> um, it used to be clot busting drugs, but it's nowadays uh, the definitive treatment is is an angiogram and then a. Uh, uh, a, an inter- primary cor- coronary intervention where you they actually put a little balloon down mm. into the, the artery, blow the artery back up, 
uh, where it's narrowed and often will leave a, a stent um, with the the drug in it and it keeps the, it keeps the blood vessel open again uh, it, I mean it's it, it's amazing because you you know you, you're basically saving that area of heart muscle which if it's done early enough and it's effective and, and works then it, it it resolves and you make a good recovery from it it's incredible modern yeah. science is phenomenal isn't yeah. it yeah it seems to me as a non-expert doc that uh, heart disease affects men a lot more than it does women is that a fact or is it does. yeah you know it is a, it is a fact um it's um roughly one in eight men and uh, one in 14 women will die of uh, coronary heart disease uh, it does affect men more than women um it's 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 related to as well to smoking, um, having high blood pressure, uh, high cholesterol, not exercising well, um, diabetes increases your risk, uh, or indeed if you have a family history of uh, coronary, coronary artery disease, then uh, you are at a greater risk. So there's, there's lots of things that you, we can do um, to, to minimise the risk mm. and actually try and avoid these things in the first place. So what can we do practically? Talk to us about healthy living. I'm thinking yeah, so, a balanced diet straight yeah. away. Um, balanced diet, you want to be um, main, making sure you're not taking too much cholesterol. There's good and bad cholesterol. There's um, The good cholesterol is, is, is good for you. The bad cholesterol is very bad for you. So if you're having your cholesterol measured, uh, you'll get the total. You'll also get the HDL and LDL cholesterols. The HDL is the good one. Um, and you want to, it's a, it's a fairly simple calculation, you divide the total by the HDL cholesterol, and that gives you a number, and you want that to be less than five. So I'm thinking of bad cholesterol that we should be avoiding is all the things we like, sausages, yeah. bacon, um, cheese. Butter, yeah, um, animal fats, cheese, <clears throat> all the dairy stuff, yeah. Um, so you want to... You don't need to give it up completely, but you know, look for the the lower lower cholesterol or lower fat options around that. Um, don't eat it every day; have it once or twice a week. Um, plenty of fruit in your diet, plenty of vegetables in your diet. Avoid too much in the way of red meat. Um, so, you know, chicken and fish are extremely good for you. Um, you want to be eating red meat no more than once a week. Uh, and obviously try and make it the sort of leaner red meats. Um, if you're a smoker, then stop. Yes. Um, it's, 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 it's kind of simple. Mm. It's not, oh, can I cut down? No, you need to stop. Um, uh, you know, vaping is is the thing that people go, oh, I'm, I'm now vaping. Okay, so we don't really know what the long-term effects of vaping is. Um, it's a, it, it, it can be a helpful way of getting off cigarettes with a view to stopping completely. I see far too many folk who've given up smoking and are now addicted to their vape yes. and probably actually consume more of it than they did when they were smoking because it's just in their hands all the time. Um, if you're overweight, you want to get your weight down. You want to be taking regular exercise, uh, which will help with your weight. It will also help with your general fitness. Um, if you've got, um, get your blood pressure checked, get it checked once a year. Uh, if it's up, then it needs to be monitored and, and probably treated to bring it down. Um, make sure you're not getting too much stress. If you've got a very stressful thing going on, then try and manage it, try and, and avoid that if possible. 
Would you be an advocate of the rainbow diet? Um, yeah, a rainbow diet's fine. I mean, there's lots and lots of them, um, different diets. Basically, a rainbow diet is trying to have as much different colour on your plate. Yeah, 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 absolutely, um, which which is good um, as long as you mix it all up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I tend not to be too um, specific about, you know, what type of diet people should mm. have. It's more about here's the things you want to be avoiding or reducing, but make sure you've got, plenty of others on your plate instead literally yeah. <laughs> now you mentioned yeah. butter i've heard people yeah. say medical people that butter is much better than margarine uh i don't, I don't think i've met any of them um i mean you well, must have heard people say this that margarine is all synthetic and horrible and butter is yeah butter's just is pure cholesterol mm. yeah pure cholesterol yeah yeah that's not 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 that good for you um, oh i love a bit of butter on my toast dog yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, some margarines are are probably not as not particularly great. It depends on whether what kind of saturated or unsaturated fats they've got in them. So um, I, I'm not I'm not here to advocate any particular brand. Um, you want to be high in polyunsaturates and monounsaturates. What about these yogurty drinks? Are they Actimels that that you get for cholesterol in the supermarkets? Um, Benecol, one that's for mm. yeah. Actimels is just one of the kind of healthy gut ones. Um, Benecol does have some proven uh, proven ev- uh, benefit, scientific evidence behind it uh, in terms of lowering your cholesterol. Generally speaking, uh, you can if you quite diligent about your diet, you can lower your cholesterol by about one, give or take. Okay. Uh, so if your cholesterol is starting at seven or eight, then you're almost certainly going to need to be on medication. Um, Are we talking statins? 7.4, yeah. Mm. Mine was 7.4. I worked really hard over three months, made significant changes to diet, and it came down by about 0.5. Okay. So I'm now on a statin. Oh, man. Uh, and it's come down to four point something. So, I mean, it's absolutely fantastic. Once you're on the statins then, you're on statins for life. Is that right? Yeah, I'll probably be on them for life. Yeah. But does that, mean you, does that mean you can eat anything? No, 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 no. That's no, what people, no. it's a myth, isn't it? It is a complete myth. It's, it's, you know, you need to stick with a healthy diet um, and use the cholesterol, use the statins to bring it down further. Yeah. So it's not an excuse to go, oh, yeah, I can go back to my... Uh, We'll have sausages every day. Yeah, every yeah. morning. No, you can't do that. Please. Yeah. So to, to have a sensible and healthy approach to things. What I don't think I heard you mention, just on my little list, salt and sugar. Yeah. So um, salt tends to push it, too much salt tends to push your blood pressure up. Uh, and excuse me again. Oh, my. Um yeah, salt tends to push your blood pressure up, so you want to avoid too much salt. Salt's fine if you're, you know, you're cooking and whatnot, but um, don't don't keep adding it on the plate as well. Uh, and if you are going to use salt, try and get the low sodium salt. Okay, uh, it's it's better for you. Uh, sugar is sugar's in pretty much everything we eat, whether it's natural sugar in fruit or or other, other you know, added sugars in, in baking and things like that. Um, too much sugar just pushes your calorie count up and it's, you're likely to be be overweight if you're eating too much sugary stuff in your diet. Um, it doesn't in itself have any impact on your on heart disease. 
but it will do through being overweight and, and not having the healthiest diet. And if you're having two or three sugars in your coffee or tea and you're having five or six of those a day, that's something you yeah. can do something about, yeah. isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if you've got diabetes, uh, then obviously you want to try and keep that well controlled. Um, that way you're likely to benefit to, to mitigate the, the longer term risks of uh, vascular disease generally, be that uh, heart problems, um, problems affecting your the arteries in your legs, or indeed in your in your brain. So it's yeah, it's important to try and keep your your diabetic control good, tight. And when it comes to managing your weight, is BMI everything? <laughs> uh, B- BMI is a very very old fashioned measure. It's, it's it's a couple hundred years old. Um, it's it can be useful. But it's not the only thing. And if you if you're going to be quite focused on it, then waist circumference is is a good indicator of whether you've got you know you're, you've got a lot of belly fat. Mm. Um, if you can get it measured, and it's not routinely available, but body fat percentage is a, is a very useful thing. BMI. If 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 you were a let's say you were a bodybuilder, and you've hardly got a pick of fat on you, but you're very very muscled, then you your BMI is probably going to be 35 or 40. That does not mean you are unhealthy. Um, it just means you've got lots and lots of muscle because BMI doesn't distinguish between muscle and fat. Sure. But, it, you know, if you're starting, if you're not a bodybuilder and your body mass index is, is 35, then, yeah, you probably need to look at losing some weight. Yes, I think people often quote Usain Bolt, don't they, as being uh, yeah. clinically obese because of his BMI. His BMI, I don't yeah. know, I can't remember what it was, but yes, that's absolutely right, yeah. Does um, ethnicity, and ethnicity <laughs> how, how do you say it? Ethnicity. Ethnicity make a yeah. difference. Ethnicity, <laughs> I can say it now. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's, yes, it can, but it's one of those things that you can't do anything about. So it's a bit like, you know, family history. Well, you can't change your family history. You can't change your, your ethnic origin. Um, but yes, it, it, it can do. So focus on the things that you can change um, and, and just accept the rest. You can't change where you came from. You can't change your family history. And finally, Doc's running out of time because it's a romantic day. We need to crack on, don't we? Um, exercise. I've discovered yeah. the secret of the exercise. Do something you enjoy doing. Oh, if you hate yeah, going no. to the gym, don't pay for a gym membership. No. no if you love, love team membership. sport, play yeah. badminton, play Absolutely. football. Yeah, exercise. The, the most important thing with exercise is, is doing something that you can continue to do and you'll keep enjoying. So as you say, if you don't like you know working out in a gym, you're not going to keep going at it and you, it's a waste of money. Um, I don't have a gym membership. I do some stuff at home. I do go running. There's no point in wasting money on mm. things I don't enjoy. Uh, you know, if swimming is your thing, swimming's a brilliant exercise to you. If it's not, find something else. Sure. Everybody will have something that they can enjoy doing or something they can take up, try and enjoy. So yeah, exercise absolutely essential for the physical and the mental health benefits that come with it. Doc, as ever, this has been enlightening, very, very interesting. What would you say in summary to people maybe worried about their ticker? So Today's Valentine's Day, so look after your heart. Get it checked and be healthy. Fabulous.
Catch you next time on the Men's Health Matters podcast with Steve Legg and Dr. Ken. Until then, stay happy, hearty and healthy.